Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi everybody, this is Jerry Bryant, and welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, taking you back to where it all began. And on this episode, I'll be featuring musicians who got their start in the secular world before the Lord came into their lives and how he turned their music upside down with musical offerings that came after their conversion. And musical offering is a very descriptive and accurate way to describe what my first artist did with the proceeds to his first hit song within the Jesus music world. I'm talking about Noel Paul Stuckey, one-third of the popular 60s folk trio Peter, Paul, and Mary. Now, on his first Christian album, he recorded a song he had written for his friend Peter Yarrow and his bride called The Wedding Song, There Is Love. And he assigned the copyright to the Public Domain Foundation, an organization that contributes to a variety of charities, including Habitat for Humanity. And like his wedding song, this featured track was given also to the Public Domain Foundation, inspired by Revelation 3, 20 through 22, which reads, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. Whoever has ears, let him hear. But the Spirit says to the churches, from his 1978 release called Something New and Fresh on his own New World Records label, here's Noel Paul Stuckey with the winner. Oh, there's one thing that brings us together And there's one thing that it tears apart You get to choose
No, Paul Stuckey of Peter, Paul, and Mary fame. A song called The Winner. One little note about the first pressing of that vinyl LP is that it was the only glow-in-the-dark album cover that I know of in either the secular or Christian market. This is Jerry Bryant, and, well, if you're just joining me, you're listening to Full Circle Jesus Music. And on this show, we'll be hearing from the likes of Dion DeMucci, B.J. Thomas, Ed Radsloff, and Mylon Lefevre, along with a few more surprises along the way. Like our last artist we just heard from, the next two artists also happened to have gotten their start in the folk music scene. First up is Barry, Eve of Destruction McGuire, from the New Christy Minstrels. After a divine encounter with a small New Testament, Barry became a Christian in 1971 and for a time was a part of the Agape Force Christian community. Like Keith Green's Last Days community, Agape Force was also formed in California before moving to Lindale, Texas. Here's the man still singing about Jesus today, over 75 years young, still as spry and funny as ever, Mr. Barry McGuire. Once I lived in darkness, I chose not to see. Jesus came the way to life, truth to set me free. But in my fear, I tried to hide. My Lord called me to his side. I threw away my foolish pride. Now I know I Take a tip from me, my 
folk singer Barry Maguire who can't sing about anyone but Jesus on Full Circle. Now here's another guy that got his start in the folk music scene in New York City in the early 60s. Born Robert Allen Zimmerman, he would eventually change his name to the one that we all know, Bob Dylan, after the poet Dylan Thomas. In the late 70s, Bob Dylan had a spiritual awakening and released three well-crafted albums of music that reflected this newfound faith. Controversy surrounding the validity of his Christianity continues to this day. But if one just bothers to listen to the music, the message of the gospel is not watered down in any way. There have been many songs written about God's creation, but this one points out that Adam was given charge over all the animals back in the garden, as the title suggests, named them all. Combining elements of pop and reggae from the 1979 album Slow Train Coming, Bob Dylan with Man Gave Names to All the Animals. Horns on his head and they weren't too 
short It looked like there was nothing that he couldn't pull I think I'll call it a bull Man gave names to all the animals In the beginning trail real dirty face and a curly tail he wasn't too small and he wasn't too big I think I call him a pig man gave names to all the animals in the beginning Eating grass on a mountainside so steep Oh, I think I'll call it a sheep Man gave names to all the animals In the beginning In the beginning Man gave names to all the animals In the beginning Long time ago He saw an animal as smooth as glass Slithering his way through the grass He saw him disappear by a tree near a lake Full Circle with Jerry Bryant It seems that in the 1960s, the idea of free love, drugs, communal living and Eastern religions just left many of those searching for a new way to live feeling empty inside even after filling their lives with many of those things. In fact, half of the performers on this episode come from that era and only found the answer that they had been looking for for all those years in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Our next artist is no exception. Former singer with the 60s Motown pop group, The Ronettes, Nedra Ross, found herself in a small little church in Hagerstown, Maryland, listening to an in-your-face sermon and walked up front to receive Jesus at the end during the altar call. With help from the unsurpassable quality of Phil Cakey's guitar work, here's Nedra Ross with the Keith Green song, I Don't Want to Fall Away From You from the 1978 album entitled Full Circle.
Former R&B singer and one-third of the Ronettes, Nedra Ross. I don't want to fall away from you. We now jump back to a bit of the late 50s with teen idol Dion DeMucci, who made a name for himself in rock and roll with the doo-wop group The Belmonts before going solo. Following Jesus to this day, Dion is still a very active member of his church in Boca Raton, Florida. Our feature song is a thoughtful and reflective look at what things in his life were not that important or even beneficial to his physical and spiritual well-being. From his 1980 debut album of Jesus Music, entitled Inside Job, here's Dion DiMucci with Old Souvenirs on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Clean out the attic, pour out the beers, proclaim a garage sale for my old souvenir. Trade in the albums and the diaries of time. I won't be needing my whiskey and Lonely man stepped into the light 
Dion DiMucci, the man who was known as the Wanderer back in the day, but now he's found his way home to the loving and peaceful arms of the Savior. This is Jerry Bryant, and I want to remind you that we'd love to get your request for songs you'd like to hear on Full Circle, or like the man said, it's been so long ago, if I could remember the name of that artist. Well, send in everything you can remember about the song and artist, and I'll put Russell, the Walking Jesus Music Encyclopedia, on it. He'll research it, and we'll do the best to find it and put it on for you. Just go to my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic. That's Full Circle Jesus Music, and you'll find an email link right there. I'll be right back. Full Circle. Full Circle. This is classic Jesus music. Where it all began. Full Circle. Full Circle. With Jerry Bryant. Welcome back. If you're just joining me on this classic Jesus music radio show, I'm taking a look back at the contemporary Christian music of the 70s and 80s. And on this episode, I've been taking a look at the music created by those who began their careers as secular artists, but have subsequently recorded music that shares the message of their faith in Jesus. Up to this point in the program, I've been featuring artists who got their start in the music world during the 60s, and I have one more whose origins are from that era to share with you. His name is Billy Joe Thomas, better known as B.J. Thomas, with 10 top hits like Hooked on a Feeling and Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Mr. Thomas became a household name in the late 60s. But all that feeling didn't quite fill the empty void inside his soul, and he found the missing part when he surrendered his life to Jesus in 1975. My feature song was written by Archie Jordan, who penned seven of the ten tracks from this sophomore release called Happy Man. Displaying great vocal range, B.J. Thomas, I want to be more like Jesus. Stay tuned for a song from two brothers who started out as secular rock musicians but left all of that to follow Jesus and sing Jesus music. What kind of man would wash men's feet Get pushed around and turn the other cheek I want to be more like him Every day in every way So little time He took for himself He was more concerned For everybody else I want to be more like him Every day In every way I know that I can As tears of pain Fell from his eyes He prayed for those Who had him crucified I want to be more like him 
That's why I put my life in his hand I know that I can Oh, I want to be more like Jesus That's why I put my life in His hand In the early 70s, Terry Talbot and his brother John Michael performed as secular rock musicians in the Eagle S group Mason Prophet. They had an excellent following through their numerous albums. But in 1973, the band broke up after five albums. But the brothers continued to make music and released an album simply called The Talbot Brothers. The lyrics of some of the songs gave hints of their newfound faith in Christ. Two years later, both of them began recording Christian albums for Sparrow Records. That first album, which was originally released on Warner Brothers, later re-released and retitled on Sparrow Records, had rootsy sounds that would not be duplicated on any other project they would record together or alone after this Jesus Music debut. My feature song from that album has a peaceful, easy feeling to it, due in part by the brothers' excellent musicianship and the harmonizing of vocal talents that these brothers seem to pull off so effortlessly. Looking back to 1974, John Michael and Terry Talbot, hear you calling on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Oh, I hear you calling me. I hear you calling in the weeping of the willow tree at dawn. Jesus, how I believe in you Can't keep from crying when I think of all the pain you knew For so long And you know I will always stand beside you Always keep your light a-growing in my Former Mason Prophet frontmen Terry and John Michael Talbot, who, like my next artist, wouldn't consider themselves to be labeled as country, but rather influenced by that style of music. And I'm speaking of the Atlanta, Georgia bass band, Mylon Lefevre and Broken Heart. Now, Mylon's story is quite different than most of the artists on this episode, as Mylon started out in Christian music. 
or should I say Southern Gospel, with his parents' group, the Singing Lefevers. But he rebelled in his late teens after Elvis Presley recorded a song that he wrote. The money he received from the royalties of that song led him down a prodigal's road of sex and drugs and rock and roll. And for nearly a decade, he lived his lifestyle and released six albums. But Mylan's drug use escalated to a near-fatal overdose of heroin. And so he committed himself to a drug treatment program. In 1980, he attended a concert by the classic Jesus music group, The Second Chapter of Acts. Their long hair and music showed that they weren't concerned with outward appearances, but with the issues of the heart. Buck Herring, the group's manager, led the people in prayer, and Mylan prayed along and submitted to Jesus as the Lord of his life. He quit secular rock, returned to his home church at Mount Perrin Church of God, where he worked as a janitor while attending Bible study classes. And then in 1981, he started a Christian band called Airborne, with some musicians he met in that Bible study, including Kenny Bentley, John Hampton, Joe Hardy, and Dean Harrington. The band later changed their name to Mylon Lefevre and Broken Heart and a small offshoot gospel label from MCA Records known as Songbird released his comeback album, Brand New Start, in 1982. Many of the songs on that album were on the lighter side, while his concerts were far from the normal Christian radio-friendly tracks. The writer of this show, Russell, remembers the first time he saw the group. He was dumbfounded and left wondering, where in the world did these guys come from? There was nothing in Christian music even remotely close to this hard-hitting Southern rock outfit. It was 1982 at the Creation Festival in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And here was this guy belting out retooled versions of the gospel classics, like working on a building in Gospel Ship. By the end of the set, his white shirt was soaked with sweat. One of the first concerts they ever played. And as they say, the rest is history. From that first brand new start album, a song Mylan wrote with veteran Jesus music artist Eddie DeGarmo and Dana Key called You Comfort Me. And coming up next, an artist who got saved when he was in a group called the Blue Jug Band on Full Circle, taking you back to where it all began. When the night goes on forever
My next artist, Ed Ratzloff, was not in a major secular rock band before he got saved. He was in a group called the Blue Jug Band, who did tour and open up for many of the popular headliners in the country rock vein during the early 70s, including Leonard Skinner, the Allman Brothers Band, the Charlie Daniels Band, and even spent time with Mylon Lefevre, who we just heard from. Now, the story goes of how he went from secular music to Jesus music with Ed in the middle of a contract meeting with his label when the conviction of God fell on him. Ed had made a commitment to Christ, but at that moment, he realized what God required of him. He suddenly tore up his contract and walked out. He eventually met a music publisher and producer in Nashville who believed in him and his music, and he would convince Gary S. Paxton to release two albums on his new Pax record label, from this southern boy with a heart of gold. Now these two albums, especially the debut, are probably the only authentic southern rock albums in the Jesus music world. It's hard to believe that this genre has been largely ignored by the CCM industry. So if any of you out there know of any independent artists who have delved into this style of music, please let me know. I mean, maybe we could do a segment of the show in the future featuring those artists in Jesus music who never got a major break, but instead followed God's directions and put out custom projects anyway. From the 1980 album, it took a long time to get to you, Ed Ratzloff, and Where He Goes. Where he goes, I'm gonna follow Good life, feeling coming on strong. I can still remember everything 
Will be our guest on an upcoming episode of Full Circle. Full Circle. This is Jerry Bryan, and well, we're almost near to the end of the show, and the two songs we're going to close out with are not from the 70s or 80s, but they're from fairly recent converts to Christianity who got their start in the secular music world in the 70s. First up, Lou Graham who's best known for his role as the lead vocalist and co-writer of many of the songs for the rock band Foreigner. Now, Lou was the vocalist for many top 40 hits, including Cold as Ice, Waiting for a Girl Like You, and I Want to Know What Love Is, Midnight Blue. A few years ago, he formed the Lou Graham Band with his two brothers and released a self-titled Christian rock album in 2009. Now, in the early 1990s, Lou pretty much had enough of the rock and roll life and all the trappings that go with it. He was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so, on a night after the band had played Madison Square Garden, he really believed that the lifestyle had the better of him, but he couldn't walk away from it. He prayed for the strength and the sense to break the chain of self-destruction. The next morning, Lou checked himself into rehab and was soon praying the sinner's prayer with a staff pastor. He gave his life, his heart, to the Lord. And now he says life is so much more fulfilling and worth living. In 1997, he underwent surgery to remove a brain tumor. The medications that he was prescribed caused considerable weight gain and affected his singing voice. 
but he credits the Lord with helping him during this time of testing. Covering a retooled version of the 1969 Billy Preston hit, The Lou Graham Band, and that's the way God planned it. I have one more surprise, so stay tuned. Why can't we be humble Like the good Lord said He promised to exalt us But love is the way How men be so greedy When there's so much left
the former lead singer for the band Foreigner. That's the way God planned it. And just as a side note, the duo of DeGarmo and Key did their own version of that song as the closing cut on the 1983 album Mission of Mercy. I hope you're enjoying the show and our theme of secular artists who became Christians. Each episode of Full Circle features the classics of early Jesus music and the transition to today's contemporary Christian music with stories and interviews and features. Now, if you'd like to know more, head over to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Check out the photos and links to many of the artists in the archives of past shows. You'll find it all at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Now, if you'd like to help us out and underwrite the cost of the next show, there's information on that site as well. And thanks. My last artist may come as a surprise to many. John Anderson and Rick Wakeman, lead singer and keyboardist respectively of the progressive rock group Yes. Rick had come to faith in Jesus Christ as a teenager while living in London, but then went through a difficult period during his wild days in the rock world. In 1985, he came back to Jesus, and he now believes that God loaned him his talent. He says that this is the best time in his life because he can have an intimate relationship with Jesus. Then in 2008, his bandmate, John Anderson, was admitted to the hospital on two separate occasions after suffering severe asthma attacks. He was diagnosed with an acute respiratory failure, told by doctors to rest and not work for a period of at least six months or suffer further health complications. It was during this time that Rick would come to his bedside and pray with him for healing and share with him about what Jesus had done in his life. And by the end of the year, he wrote on his website that he was so much better, so grateful, and so blessed. In 2010, the pair put out an album that have some great songs which express their faith. And I was made aware of this in a recent letter I received from Mike who wrote, Jerry. As always, your show brings us back to the heart of the gospel and the music. Thank you. Your show is an altar of remembrance to me and many others, and an encouragement to our hearts. I share Full Circle Jesus music with everyone who loves music. Now, I know in past episodes, you've played some music by the band The Alarm, as well as other secular artists who presented their faith in their music. Recently, I was revisiting the music of the group Yes!, And while I had always known Rick Wakeman was a believer, I had never heard any of his music in the CCM scene. I was most familiar with his In the Beginning album, which features Rick's masterful keyboard with readings from Genesis. And trying to count all of his albums, I get dizzy. As an artist, I think he exhales music. I recently checked his site and counted 113 Christian-labeled albums. I've been listening to his latest album with John Anderson called The Living Tree, which has some serious, prayerful references to the reality of Christ without a proselytizing witness. So I was wondering if you could share some of this wonderful duo's music for your listeners and encourage them to keep them in your prayers, especially John. Thanks, Mike. Well, Mike, thanks for the info, and 
Here's the closing track from that album. In just one listening, there can be no doubt that the song is about our Savior, Jesus Christ. From that 2010 album, John Anderson and Rick Wakeman with Just One Man. Who would have believed a man could do so much? Who would have believed the millions he would touch? How we touched our hearts How we touched our hearts Who would believe there'd be one man to do it? Who would believe in this one man's love? How we touched our lives together How we touched our hearts Savior of all that is good for us Savior of all that is real Savior of all of our souls For heaven's sake For heaven's sake Unspoken Who could believe In the dreams yet to come Who could believe One man had this promise To share this love of life To share this love of life Savior of all is true to us Savior of all of our dreams Savior of all that is good for us Just one man Just one man strong knowing how we wanted to understand how did we belong who would believe one man gave us reason who would believe one man sang the song knowing how we wanted to realize where we all belong To give us eternal life Savior of all that is glorious To show us where we belong To show us where we belong 
one man Just one man He was just one man It's as simple as that. Songs about just one man. That's our theme on each and every Full Circle Jesus Music Show. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.